Alright, who's going to offer me an explanation? Is it possible you just forgot to log off, Captain? Doctor, I never forget to log off. What have you been doing? I, I really haven't the foggiest idea what you're talking about. Honestly, we've just been working. Dr. Barraclough and Simon have been comparing the data from that bug incident to other manifestations. Isn't that right? Exactly. Yes. And the rest of you? What have you been doing that's kept you so busy? Oh, me and Krakow were reviewing strategies for possible manifestations, weren't we? Yes. Fee? Dr. Limeworker? Running repairs, Captain. I've told you before how much of my time we take up. Analyzing blood tests. You're lying, every one of you. Is no one here going to tell me the truth? Green? We broke into your office to look at the reports you were sending to the mainland. I'm sorry. Simon. Oh, Why? I'm sorry, everyone. You couldn't have just kept it yourself, could you, Simon? It wasn't me who forgot to log off, sir. I am disappointed with every one of you. What possessed you all to think that doing such a thing would be acceptable? I feel compelled to point out that Kralkor had no part in the scheme. But did you know about it, Kralkor? Yes. Then as far as I'm concerned, you're just as complicit as everyone else. This is over my head. I'm going to have to contact the mainland. Perhaps that will teach you all to think before you act. Shit, shit, how did I let you talk me into this? God, I'm so stupid. Calm down, Simon. At worst, it will be one black mark on your record. In the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot to worry about. That's easy for you to say. You've got a long and distinguished career behind you. I'm just out of university. People are going to look at me and say, Oh, Simon Green, he can't be trusted. I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shout, sir. No, no, you're you're quite right. Uh, My apologies. But, and I do not say this to belittle how you are feeling, rather as an attempt to reassure you, in all likelihood it will be forgotten by the time this project is done. But not by her. Oh. Oh, I see. Are you ever going to tell her that you like her? Oh yes, because now's the perfect time to do that, when she's just found out I've stolen from her. If I just let slip that I happen to think she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, that'll go down really well, won't it? All right. Sorry, I didn't mean now. I just meant, are you ever? Oh. No, it wouldn't be fair. If it's not reciprocated, then our working relationship will become exceedingly awkward. If it is, which I highly doubt, then she's faced with the difficult decision of whether or not to date a subordinate. I don't want to put her in either of those situations. Oh, Simon, that's actually really sweet. Yes, 
very respectful and very mature. I'm 24. You, you think I can't be mature? That's not what I meant, and you know it. I just think that your reasoning is sound. Yeah, there is all that. Plus, I'm absolutely terrified of saying anything to her. Captain? Kralko, what are you doing out there? Nothing. I was just walking past. Are you alright, Captain? You sounded... and, well, you look... tired. Wow. Do you really know how to make a woman feel good about herself? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult. But is anything wrong? Is anything wrong? Do you even need to ask? Is there anything I can do? No. I just thought... I just thought this would be easier. I've been in charge of people before. I know how to command. But... Well, there's always been someone above me to go to if I cock up. There isn't now, and I have cocked up. This whole situation is my fault. You can't blame yourself for this, Captain. I can! If I hadn't told you all I was writing those reports, if I'd just sent them, then none of this would have happened. But you're trying to be open and honest with us. Yes. Then you mustn't beat yourself up. Those are positive qualities. You shouldn't be ashamed of them. My father warned me about trying to be too nice. I should have listened to him. Your father? You don't know. General Dallandas Farrowfield. No, of course. Why would you? You're a civilian. It doesn't matter. Are you... I said it doesn't matter. You can go now, Krakow. Yes, Captain. Is Captain Farrowfield not joining us for dinner? I haven't seen her out of her office yet. We really messed up, didn't we? We did. I can feel this little knot of guilt in my stomach. It's horrible. It's just temporary, Mr. Queen. She'll go back to liking you just as well as she did beforehand. I don't care about her liking me. Well, that's a lie, I, I do. But what I most wish is that we hadn't abused her trust. But would you still be feeling like this if she hadn't found out? That's kind of the worst part. I don't think I would. Could you pass the salt, please, Kralko? I'll take it after you. This is really very good, Olivia. Thanks. I was hoping a nice tea would go some way to making it up to the captain, but she isn't even here. Why don't you take her a plate? Yeah, all right. I will. Be right back. Captain? Come in, Olivia. I brought tea, it's roast pork. Well, it smells very good. Just put it... Well, that's changed our plans. Come on, Olivia. Oh, shit, is the lab on fire? Pass me that extinguisher. But my equipment... It's fine. It's fine. Look, the fire isn't actually burning anything. That's not possible. Just look. See, if I hold out this paper, there, it doesn't catch fire. But even magical fires just behave like normal ones once they're lit, don't they? Not if they're an illusion. It could just be... Nah! No. That is definitely not an illusion. Your hand. Doctor, are you alright? Yes, yes. It was only in the fire for a fraction of a second. So it doesn't burn the surroundings, but it does burn flesh. That is very intriguing. 
we've got water. No, wait. Is anyone hurt? No. no. Yeah. I don't have any eyebrows left, though. Juniper, Kralkor, you know how you're not supposed to throw water on an oil fire? Yes. Well, I think it might have made sense to find out what sort of fire it was before rushing in. Captain, I have several theories forming about what could be causing this phenomenon. As it does not appear to be immediately dangerous, I think I should pursue them. Agreed, Doctor. We'll leave the lab to you. Juniper, Kralkor, let's go. Captain, wait. What? When you took a step back just then, the fire moved forward. And then too, see? Are you suggesting it's following me? Everyone out of the way. Captain, if you would walk back further. Yes, it does seem to be moving after you. How very odd. But it makes sense though, right? A fire that seems harmless, but you know it can burn you and it just follows you around? That's pretty nightmarish. But, but why me? It's just a theory, but I think it's because you were the first one to try and put it out. Great. This is just what I needed. It looks like I won't be getting any sleep tonight. What do you suggest I do? Do? Well, Captain, it doesn't seem to actually be threatening. It's a six-foot-tall blaze, man! But it's not damaging the base, and as long as we keep a safe distance, it can't hurt us. I suggest that as much as it's possible, you go about your normal evening routine. Normal evening routine. Right. Yes, I can do that. I just have to take account of the fire that's decided to attach itself to me. No problem. Simon, Olivia, you don't have to stay up with me. It's 9pm. You should be off duty. You think I can do anything but work knowing there's something that strange in the base? I want to know what's going on too. Uh, What can we do to help? Well, I have a theory that there could be multiple spells working at once to make the fire behave the way it is. Simon, if you would look up limitation spells... Apologies, I know magic isn't your area of expertise, but I seem to recall hearing of those being used to control fires. Not a problem, sir. I'll focus on targeting spells. I think they could be the cause of its only burning flesh. Now, Olivia, I know reading large chunks of text isn't really your forte. Mm, Yeah. So I'll put you on practical experimentation. How do you feel about playing with fire? Captain, is that you out there? Yes, Doctor. Just push the door wider, it's not shut. Oh, wow. Juniper and Kralkov told me all about the fire, but... Well, you can't really visualise it until you see it. How are you coping? Well, funnily enough, it's a little hard to focus on anything other than the Inferno that's decided to become my constant companion. May I ask, why are you on the floor? Oh, I always do some exercises in the evening. I spend all day sitting. If I don't stretch afterwards, I'll run the risk of my back muscles winding themselves tight and putting pressure on my spinal column. How did you get out of the wheelchair? I'm actually quite independent, you know. I do manage it every morning and night. Ah, yes. Sorry, I shouldn't have been snarky. You see the support bars? I use those. I, um, normally read in the evening, but I very much doubt I'll be able to focus on that, so... Is there anything I can do to help with those stretches? Um, yes, actually, that would be useful. There are some that are a lot easier with two people. That spell Simon found does work, see? The 
candle doesn't burn anything that I put in it. Excellent. Keep looking though, Simon. Some spells might not work in conjunction with the ones I've found, so we'll need a variety. Olivia, I have a spell here. Are you ready to try it? Uh, yep. What do I have to do? Here are the instructions. It does involve putting in a sample of what we want it to burn, though. A sample of flesh? Gross. <laughs> Don't worry, we won't have to go around lopping pieces off ourselves. Simon, you have dandruff. Would you shake a little into this pot? Nice to know I can make such a valued contribution. There you go. Thanks. Uh, that should be complete now. Uh, does anyone want to volunteer to see if it burns them? I will. I can't ask either of you to do it. Nothing, I'm afraid. On to the next combination, then. Now, if you could just lift my leg up and push it forward a little. That's right. Too much. Nope, nope, I'll tell you if it gets to that point. I am sorry for the part I had in taking those reports. What? You mean the medical check? It wasn't necessary. Oh no, it was necessary. It just didn't need to be done right then. Moving on to the other leg now. I am still furious with all of you. And you have every right to be. But I am starting to see your reasoning. I wouldn't like not knowing what someone else was saying about me either. Not that I forgive you. That was still unacceptable conduct. I know, Captain. Now, if you'll help me into a sitting position, there's a great exercise we can do for my latissimus dorsi. Alright, so, Smythe's blanket works with Gorlosi, but not with Feriosis or Heddle's charm. Derigard didn't work with anything, and the invocation of Newman was also a total dud. Uh, Ryan's limitation worked with Gorlosi and Heddle's charm, but not with Feriosis, and that worked with Yuluan, but not anything else. So that gives us four combinations to try, right? Yes. All we need to do is find Captain Farrowfield and run tests for the presence of those spells. You know, I think this could give us some really quite interesting information about how the portal works. Well, that should do for tonight. I have to say, doing physiotherapy with an inferno blazing in the corner ranks highly on the list of strange experiences in my life. Thanks for the help, Captain. Not a problem. Um, I don't want to alarm you, but the distance to that fire seems to have gotten a lot shorter than it was when we started. Oh. Oh, you're right. That is definitely closer. Dr. Barraclough, you know how we said that the fire wasn't an immediate danger? Well, I think we can now say that it is. On our way now, Captain. You're right, Captain. The gap has narrowed by a significant degree. What can we do about it? Is it just going to keep getting closer and closer until I'm burned alive? No, no, no. We should be able to separate you. I just need to think of an appropriate spell. Uh, Sloane's Division. Olivia, fetch me a knife. On it. A knife? Don't worry, I won't be wielding it anywhere near you. Now, if you stand by the wall, perfectly still, please, you can brace yourself if necessary. Simon, can you find me a rope or some string? Uh, I actually keep string in my pocket. Oh, excellent. Give one end to Captain Farrowfield, take the other and stand behind the fire so that the string trails through it. Here, here, here's a knife. 
Did you run with this? I wanted to get it back to you quickly. Please don't do that again. You'll give an old man a heart attack. Now, is everyone ready? Good. Hold your breaths, please. Cutting the string should represent cutting the tie between you and the fire. Try moving, Captain. See if it follows. Oh, it hasn't worked. Now, now, don't worry. There are other options. We just have to decide what to try next. I'm starting to feel the heat, Doctor. Um, um, what about... Uh, I can't remember the name. You, you use it to banish pursuing hexes? The Liberator of Duran. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, could it work? Yes, yes, I, 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 I think so. I don't know, Doctor. Chalk circles, this all feels very witch-burning era. Do you want to be rid of that fire or not? Or would you prefer to experience witch-burning first-hand? Oh, no, 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 no. Then let us do our job. Olivia, how are you doing? It's hard to get the circle close to the fire because of the heat. Just so long as it's around it, we'll be fine. I've got a burn kit on hand if the worst should occur. Thank you for that vote of confidence, Doctor. All right, we should be ready to go. Stand back, everyone who can. This spell can be a little volatile. Oh, now you tell me. One, two, three. You can move now, Captain. It's worked. It's worked. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Olivia. Oh, thank goodness. Now that's done, I'm, I'm feeling rather wobbly. Sit down, Doctor. I should run those magical tests first while the fire's fixed in place. No, you should take a break. Everyone should. It's 11 at night. Hey, why don't we go to the canteen and have something to eat? It's not quite a midnight feast, but hey. I... No one's arguing with me. You'll do the tests after. Juniper, Kralkor, Fee, what are you doing here? We thought you'd gone to bed. We couldn't sleep knowing what was happening, but we couldn't be of much help either. So we just sort of sat in here. I see the fire isn't following you now. You managed to get rid of it. Dr. Barraclough and Olivia found a spell to do the trick. Alright, I've got cold roast pork for us that eats it, a marrowbone for Kralkor, and red currants for Juniper. Captain, what did the mainland say when you told them about what we did? I haven't told them yet. Oh, I wrote the email and I was really quite acerbic about your actions. But I couldn't quite bring myself to press send. I'm glad I didn't now. You're all getting a second chance. Do not blow it. The Nightmare Portal is written and produced by May Norwood. It stars John George Wood as Dr. Edward Barraclough, Tom Hepworth as Simon Green, May Norwood as Olivia Jacobs, Rihanna Shergold as Captain Urian Farafield, Hannah Lydon as Dr. Olwyn Limeworker, Amber Kirkland as Juniper, Frankie Curry as Kralcor, and Isaac Norwood as Fee. The logo was designed by Frankie Curry. Our music is by Teridium. You can find more of his work by searching Teridium, that's P-T-E-R-I-D-I-U-M, on SoundCloud. For sound effect credits, please visit our Tumblr. You can support the Nightmare Portal by following us on Tumblr at Nightmare Portal Podcast, Twitter at Nightmare Portal, liking us on Facebook at the Nightmare Portal Podcast, and most of all by rating and reviewing us wherever you listen. It really helps us reach a wider audience and will totally make our day.